If you want to support our podcast financially, please visit patreon.com slash IIMBSB. Also, email us with questions or ideas at ifimaypodcast at gmail.com. All right, today we are checking in a little bit about um, my mental health state and how we're navigating that. We actually recorded this about a week and a half ago, and I am feeling not so depressed anymore, so it's interesting to hear that back um, and how we are making sense of that in that moment in time. Um, And then we talk about the dating reality show uh, Temptation Island, not Love Island. Um, we've been wanting to look at a show like that that we can kind of dive into uh, because for better or for worse, that is one of the main areas that people in this country and in the world kind of look at people they don't know and assess their relationships and their qualities and what's healthy and what's toxic. And um, we're trying it out. So uh, see what you think. Welcome to If I May Be So Bold, a podcast about relationships. The ones we have with others, the one we have with ourselves. And given that Dan and I are a couple, you're going to be hearing about our relationship too. I'm Dan Epstein, a recording artist, former opera singer, and relational coach. I'm Justin Waring Crane, a therapist, recovering perfectionist, and karaoke star. Want to check in about um, us? <laughs> I do. Okay. Why don't you initiate then? Um, well, I've been missing you, you know. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of, I think, maybe still the same thing uh, as before. Maybe just because of your mental health stuff mm-hmm. that's happening. Like I can sense that you're not really here because of what you're going through. And yeah. I want a better picture. Why like, don't you describe a specific instance where you feel that or like interaction? Um, okay. So last night we're like getting ready for bed. Um, but I, we were doing our own things last night. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when I came home and went to your room, you're watching Harry Potter uh, to Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> we're going to have to beep that out. No, which famously, <laughs> famously, uh, Dan, which Harry Potter book did you read I first? accidentally read the second one. This was years ago, thinking it was the first one. And then <laughs> I felt just kind of bent out of shape about that. And I just never tried again. <laughs> you got burned so bad. Ouchie. But... Um, <laughs> That's like such a sweet like ADHD detail, ADHD detail. Um, but you know, it's like I can I can feel how it's like I might be like wanting, not might. I was just like, yeah, like I want to connect. But I also knew that if I were to initiate and be like, I want to connect, like I just felt like your capacity was like not there mm. for it. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just like swallow this and like go. Swallow this. Swallow this feeling of like, oh, I want to connect and he's not available for that. Mm. And rather than like making it into this big problem, I was like, I think I'm I can I'm okay and I'm gonna just like go to bed mm-hmm. and 
That's what I did. Yeah. Do you feel like, cause like though you're putting it in terms where it's like, it's kind of in terms of like, you're wanting something from me and you're feeling like you're not going to be able to get that from me. Um, there's that piece. And the other piece is I'm wanting something for us for the relationship. Right. Yeah. I'm wanting yeah. something for me and I'm wanting something for us because we yeah. both, you know, deserve that. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. It just, cause I feel like for me when I'm in that situation, like if you want to share something you're feeling, which you did, you said uh, you were missing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely able to receive that. Yeah. You could receive I think, it. I think I go into a bit of a, sh- like my shame self mm. when I feel like there's an expectation. Yeah. Of like you wanting something from me that I don't, that I'm not able to give or something. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen last night. Where you felt unable to Where give. I felt like you were, like you weren't indirectly trying to get something from me and no, I appreciated no. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. I'm trying to do that less and less mm-hmm. in relationships, which is, yeah, yeah. it's hard to to kind of break that pattern of like, okay, it's so vulnerable to ask for what I want or what I need and feel vulnerable and, and face the risk of rejection around that. So I'm just going to um, pretend I don't need it or try to get it in an indirect way by like making mm-hmm. a joke or like becoming like aggressive mm-hmm. and just, it's hard to break out of that, but, um, I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you make it safe enough for me. It's like anytime I ask for something, even if you can't give it to me, you never shame me for wanting it. Right. You always validate what I'm going through is real mm. and that it's, it matters to you. Thanks for saying that. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I am feeling some of the same stuff in terms of feeling just caught up in my own mental health uh, journey, but I'm not feeling like the relationship anxiety like I was, which is interesting, I think, because we just went through like a bout of this. I don't know. I mean, like, it's hard for me to get to like a place of like flow and joy right now. Um, so that just makes everything, I just feel depleted. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> it sucks. I don't have that much else to say about it right now. I mean, like, yeah. we had like a really good weekend together last week yeah we did um, which is really nice yeah and we might see a movie tonight Mm -hmm. um so that's going on in our relationship okay do you want to get into it yeah i just feel like i'm flying blind a little bit but yeah well yeah i mean we don't have a a structure set Mm -hmm. up around this i think that's okay um and maybe this episode will be a total bust I just think that's okay too. Like, yeah. Um, but the point is, is like we want to engage with something that is happening right now. In that case, it's the reality relationship dating show that's called Temptation Island, um, season five. And we're partially interested in it because the contestants are couples, four couples. Um, 
And I don't know. I feel like we can just kind of throw out like a bunch of caveats that are sort of obvious that like, yeah, these are, these are shows that are created to like stir up drama and like be very salacious and like have you kind of watch the carnage unfold for these people and like, I don't know, feel good about yourself from not being as dysfunctional as them. Oh yeah, it's exciting, I think, to watch things like cheating. I mean, I don't get excited by it. I think it's like mm-hmm. stressful, but um yeah, it's like it's like juicy. So they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing but over there on the what island. Is- for sure. What is interesting about this one, and we're going, this is our first episode we've ever watched, which is, yeah, it's season five. Um, we're newcomers. We're newcomers. So we're observing it with fresh eyes. But what's interesting about this one is like, because the people are couples going into like this format where they're mingling with the singles and stuff, which, yeah, that's the format is they go to this island um, for couples. It's kind of like as a test of their relationship, like, so you get a sense early on, like what's working, what's not working in their relate in their respective relationships. But like, there's this component where the host, as the host, as opposed to like Chris Harrison, who's just kind of like literally does nothing <laughs> and just like sits there and like asks the worst questions. Um, this host is kind of trying to poke at them and like kind of like give them a little nudge yeah. and like what and like give them right off the bat like a sense of. Like, oh, well, maybe that's a blind spot kind of yeah, thing in your relationship. Sort of like or, a pseudo therapist. Yeah. Um, and his name's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's pretty weird. He's, he's really weird looking. His nose his, has something oh, yeah. so bizarre happening where it's like the bridge of his nose is like completely flat. It's like right angles on both sides. Yes. It's like a sidewalk, it's like a, a half pipe or something <laughs> happening. I don't know. But, uh, and his style is obviously atrocious. You know, it's like the tight button down yeah. shirt. That's Standing like, on a cliff above the ocean yeah. in this tight, tight yeah. button down. Yeah. So, I mean, we are coming in as newcomers. So there could be like all kinds of discourse that we are not aware of. And we won't be looking it up. Um, and who knows how long this show has been around. Because I won't look, be looking that up either. Um, I don't like to do research. Can you just like angle your mic a little higher? Like, yeah. Or whenever, sometimes when I suggest something, you're like so sure it's a bad suggestion. Yeah, because you're dumb. (laughs) Well, I want to be better. I want to be more open about that. Why do you think that is? Thanks for the feedback. I just feel like I, I can get kind of closed off because I do think, one, I have really good ideas. Two, it's like, maybe I thought about the thing that you suggested and tried it and it didn't work, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I'm kind of like already annoyed because Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I thought about that. Or like the reason I'm doing it this way is because the thing you're suggesting like didn't work and I tried it, you know, it's like. Okay. So this would be a bad example for that one. This is a good example because I was trying to adjust this. I should have asked for help. I was trying to adjust this and I couldn't figure out how. So, Temptation Island. Mm-hmm. Um, who do we want to talk about first? Well, I think it's kind of interesting that pretty much all of them have not been together that long, except for one who've been together. They say eight years, but this on is and off, eight Paul years on and, and off. Caitlin. This is the one white couple. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they say on and off. It's really unclear if that's like eight years since they first got together because then they were apart for a year and a half or if it's like they added up the fragments of the time they've been together and it totaled eight years. I think it's it's the fragments. Yeah. Because in one of the scenes they say, oh yeah, we've been together eight years on and off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we have Caitlin and Hall. We have Vanessa and Roberto. Maricela and Christopher and Paris and great. Yeah. You heard that right. Yeah. (laughs) Her name is Paris. His name is great. I don't really even know where to dive in (laughs) with that one. Um, I guess I just want to say my favorite couple so far is probably Maricela and Christopher, even though there's some some crazy shit. There's some scary scary stuff there. Yeah. yeah, like I think maybe let's try and talk about it from the standpoint of like, okay, what are so like Paul and Caitlin? There's like one couple where it's about like what's their dysfunction is that well, they broke up once because he wanted to date other women, right? Okay, yeah. So I think you're supposed to think like, is he actually like a loyal man? So what's wild is that Caitlin is learning that he broke mm-hmm. up with her three years into their relationship because he wanted to date other women. Mm-hmm. But she's learning that that's why he broke up with her on the show. Like, Yeah, she's <laughs> like in tears. In one of the first scenes, yeah, at the at bonfire. So that's what they call it, at bonfire. It's like the rose mm-hmm. ceremony. Um, which I felt was surprising because it sounds like what happened from the way that they describe it is that they broke up and then yeah. they got back together like a year and a half later and just didn't process right. the breakup at all. Right. And what that had meant to them, it was like, oh, okay, thank God that's over. Like, we're back together now. Done. Yeah. And then, so Mark Wahlberg <laughs> says, it's, again, it's not the Mark Wahlberg you know. No, yeah. He says- <laughs> It's uh, a better one. Sounds like, he's like, I think you have, he says, I think you have a lovely relationship and there's a lot of stuff unsaid. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's probably right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny because some of the things he says are, I think, pretty spot on. Other things, maybe not yeah. so much, but it's like, I don't think, I, we should dive into his but history a little bit. they don't try at all is be like, this person has any expertise on emotions or relationship or communication yeah, necessarily. No. He just seems like a host. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's this thing on the show, which is like, because it's all about temptation and their couples where it's like, they're all kind of bracing themselves for like, what's about to happen, you know, like, oh God. And it's like, it's kind of as if they all don't want to do it. But then it's also like, they really, some of them in particular, it's like, they really do want to do it. It's clear. Hall of Caitlin and Hall was the one where I was cringing at this the most, what you just described, Dan, because it was like, (laughs) he is embodying this trope that I absolutely hate when he's kind of like acting like, I don't know how this is happening. And he also has a Southern accent too. I actually, I love a Southern accent, so I don't want to slam that, but it's like kind of, it enhances (laughs) this, him sort of as this like, I don't know how I got here, you know, like, right. It's like, like she wanted to do it. That was the other yes. thing. It was like, she wanted to do the show. Yes. And so it's like, he makes a comment to her that is like, what'd you get me into? Yeah. He's like, and what are you doing to me? As he's being like pulled off to the side by this beautiful woman that he's clearly flirting with. And it's like, bro, you clearly want this, but he's trying to play it off as if like, no, I don't. And I'm just like this helpless, like 
you know, victim being dragged right. along. That really, is toxic. I what, hate What is that? that? I don't. It's like, it's just, I think like a way to avoid like culpability. It's sort of like this, my hands are tied. Like, I don't, I don't know how I got here. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And it's like, okay, but like you knew that this was what you were getting yourself into. And like you were playing a role in this. Like he's like flirting with these women. He's taking, he's like pouring tequila shots for them, taking shots with them. And then as they're pulling him off to the side, he's passing by Caitlin and being like, what did you get me into Caitlin? And he's like loving it. It's also kind of like he's holding that over her as if it's like... If something does happen, it's I kind you. of have this card to play. Yes. If which something is like, does happen, if I cheat on yeah. you, it's on you. It's like, well, like I actually didn't, it wasn't even my idea to do it, which is pretty thin. Oof. It's That's pretty nasty. Flimsy. I see right through it. Um, moving on. <laughs> Vanessa and Roberto are really. They're the most chaotic. They're chaotic. They're, they're by far. They're kind of a mess. Um, he's 10 years younger than her. Mm -hmm. He's 24. Yeah. Vanessa, 34. Roberto, 24. Oh my gosh. They met in Qatar. Okay. (laughs) At the World Cup? (laughs) What they both thought was a one night stand. Wow. Well, so yeah, basically the problem here as they describe it is Vanessa is, um, she's fed up with, what she sees in Roberto as like little boy tendencies that he like doesn't mm-hmm. have his life together. And she was like, by 30, like you need, like, I think someone should like have their life together, which is six years away. Yeah. Which is <laughs> six him. years away for him. <laughs> um, so he's got time, but he also just like, seems like, I don't know. Like he, he's like, she sees me as like a little boy. And I'm like, well, like you are acting like a little boy a lot of the time. Um, and what was driving me crazy in their dynamic was that they started fighting because, ooh, they started fighting at Bonfire because they're in a tropical location. Oh, right. A little rain starts to fall, okay? And, you know, of course, all the women are, like, touching their hair, like, what the fuck? Like, get us, like, a tent. Get us, like, an umbrella. <laughs> and so, And she's, like, you know, Vanessa's obviously, like, yo, like I need something. <laughs> I can't be rained on with my hair. She's, Obviously, She's the one that they're focusing on because she's like, wait, like this is like something needs to happen yeah. here. Like she's I don't like, want to be pause, caught in the Like rain. stop everything like we need to figure this out, which I'm like, yes, we do. Um, and But like the other women care too. And even if they didn't, she'd still be valid, right? Sure. And like she doesn't want to get her hair ruined. So, but then freaking Roberto sitting next to her is like, no, but you're the only one complaining. You're the only one like causing a fit. And he's mm-hmm. getting, and he's like embarrassed by yeah, her. Yeah, he was really stuck on that. He was so stuck on it. He was so like, he was so mean to her in that moment and like just did not have her back. And later was saying like, I wish you could just like get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Like just suck it up basically. Like this isn't a big deal. Yeah. So minimizing her feelings, obviously. So the conflict starts then, but then when they go like into the house and like start having this party, um, they are, they're continuing to fight and she's like, what the hell? Like that was so out of line. Like you didn't Mm -hmm. have my back. And he's like, I don't know. You're acting crazy. Like you like 
you're throwing this huge fit, like blah, 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 like completely just like dismissing her experience. Um, and then, you know, during the talking head interviews, he's like, yeah, like I think she's wrong. Um, but what I do is I just take the L and I like just go, like go and apologize. Because she's so stubborn. Because she's so stubborn basically. So he basically says on this interview, I don't think, I think she's wrong and, um, but I'm just going to apologize anyway. So it's like, it's fucking fake. They skipped over the conflict basically. Yeah. And so he goes and he's like, apologizes to her, but it's just, it's obviously not sincere because in his head, his this whole time he's thinking, I shouldn't have to apologize because I'm right and she's wrong, but whatever. Like, I'll just mm-hmm. like go along with this. So, yeah. um, they're going to break up for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not a question. Um, okay. Maricela and Christopher. Maricela and Christopher. This is my favorite couple, even though he's starting to like do some controlling stuff that I'm now really concerned about. (laughs) Um, Maricela and Christopher. He, I feel for the majority of the episode was like, kind of like giving nothing. Right. Like you're kind of, he was like the most like blank, blank slate. Like I have no idea what this person's like. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to read, Christopher. They're the best looking couple. They I would are. Say. They're the hottest, and I think like I, th- their relationship to me is the most compelling. They've been together two years. They're both like really strong, like independent, free spirited people. I think they're both avoidant, mm-hmm. um, and so it's kind of interesting that they're still together because usually avoidance to avoidance don't date because they're mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> running away from each other. Avoidance need an anxious person yes. to like reel in. Yeah. Or a secure person. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> I'm getting a little stuck. Um, stuck on what? What to, where to go next? With oh, them? well, okay. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, yeah, their thing is that like, They've had a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. It's been chaotic. Yeah. It's been because they're both such strong personalities. They're both kind of dug in Mm -hmm. on their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And she is attracted to women. Yeah. And her family doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And he seems unclear, but Mm -hmm. she doesn't like that he brings, puts their business out to other people really quick. And he did it in front of her telling some pe- these single people that they just met yeah. that she's attracted to, or no, he didn't say it, but he was like, do you want to tell them? He basically like yeah. picked her out in that exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and she didn't like that, but then she did tell them yeah. that she's attracted to women. Yeah. So there's clear, I don't think they have a lot of trust between mm-hmm. them. And I think there's been a lot of hurt um, that they haven't really worked through. Um, and yeah, she doesn't trust him because I think he hasn't been that trustworthy, um, especially with this issue of he kind of like shows their, like tells their business to mm-hmm. everyone. Um, and I think it was especially hurtful with that party where they brought the singles in and he was telling them that she wanted a girlfriend, that she's bi right. or bi curious or whatever. And that, um, and she was like, he basically like used my story like mm. in the service of like connecting with yes. these women. Yes. I was like, wow. Like, yeah. You She's hit right. it on the head. Yeah. That's fucked up. Oh, okay. And then this crazy thing happened between them where he come, she's like talking, flirting with like the new single guys. And he basically like calls her over, calls her mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Doesn't come to go get her. Right. He's like, hey, come here. 
<laughs> and so she gets up and she goes over to him on the couch. This was them? This wasn't Paris no, this and was Grace? Them. Okay. This was them. And she like has her like wine glass or whatever. And he's like, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, you having fun? Okay, good. But like, you're getting a little too drunk. So like oh, no more drink for you. Like right. I'm cutting you off. Right. And she's like, this isn't alcohol. And he's like, shh. <laughs> She's like, this is not alcohol. He doesn't like he, what? What is that real? Was that a real interaction? You think? I don't know. Obviously, we can never know. Yeah. Um. Because <laughs> it was like, wait, she just said it's not alcohol, and he said, shh. Yeah. Like as if what she had to say wasn't relevant. It's like right. very relevant. Right. To, like, it's like literally that's the- <laughs> so the problem has been solved. <laughs> if the problem is her like getting too drunk, which. She wasn't too drunk. Um, and so the controllingness of that, I mean, mm. I'm perceiving that as being controlling. They both identify as being super controlling. So I don't know how it plays out, like, you know, typically in their dynamic, but I did not like what I saw. Um, and who knows, you know, how they kind of like rigged that with like behind the scenes, sure. producers, et cetera. Okay, moving along. Last couple. Last couple. Here we go. <clears throat> Paris and Great. So their thing is she, her mom had her at 18 and she's like, wants to be a young mother. Basically he, he of everybody on the show is clearly like really excited to fuck other women. Yeah. That's like the vibe. And he's already cheated on her multiple times in like whatever they've been together, like 20 months or something. No repair apparently. Cause like she was like crying during bonfire, like, He's cheated on me, blah, blah, blah. It's very painful. And like, she's clearly like so sad about it and so hurt. And Mm -hmm. our therapist, Mark Wahlberg was like, that must have been so painful. And Mm -hmm. she like, just like breaks. She's like crying. It's like, of course it wasn't like, no one's validated that for her. No one's validated that for her. And I don't, I just like this, they're going to break up 1000%. And -hmm. he also just seems like so ready to like, yeah, um, he's like literally his body is he's like so excited. He's like like he's like grooving like with anxiety, anxious enthusiasm, yeah. like eagerness. He's chomping to like well, all right, bit. let's get to this yeah fun part. Yeah. <laughs> I also like this is mean, but his face he just looks so dumb. <laughs> like his, it's just like this is rude. Yeah. Um. But and so that's a that's a stereotyping or that's a like a what's it called. I, that's a an appearance based judgment, but he's mm. just like he can't. Help he's it. really muscular. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. He has one of those heads that looks like from work l- lifting weights. Like the, he- the size of his the shape of his head has changed. <laughs> is what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. But blessings to them. I mean, I don't think they're gonna last. Um, and I feel. I really feel for Paris because I just don't think she's getting treated right by great. She's not getting treated great. <laughs> Uh, so I think that's kind of it. And I think we're going to keep watching these episodes and, and chatting about them. So buckle up. Yeah. You can stream it on Peacock or if you get USA. Anything else, Daniel? I mean, I, I think what there's a conversation about like what function these kinds of shows serve. Yeah. It's sort of set up as like get clarity on your relationship. Like, Come to Temptation Island if you want to test your relationship, if you want to come out stronger as a couple or like see how strong you are as a couple, this experience is going to get you what you need. And I'm kind of like, 
Well, yeah, maybe, but like, what's the cost of that going to be? Yeah, if you're in a relationship and you're like, I I like like being in this relationship, but it's I'm aware there's like these clear issues. Like, if the if if your primary goal is like to address the issues. There's better ways, obviously, (laughs) you know, so like that's the part that gets unsaid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And with other shows, I mean, maybe there's, there's some of this on this show of like, you know, there's always like the, are they here for the right reasons? Are they here Mm. just to be on TV just because they want to get famous? I don't really feel like that's like, maybe that that is happening and I'm just so like naive that I don't like see it. And maybe they're like coming on as like a couple that wants to like build their brand or they're coming in like wanting to build their brand and be like, I don't fucking care about this relationship and I just want to like build my TV personality or like whatever. I kind of like though that like in, it's in, it's like um, built into the show that like, yeah, the point is to like test the relationship a bit. So it's like, it's not like, why are you flirting with her? Although they do kind of do that, but like, that's like, they're supposed to flirt. You know, it's like, yeah, it's kind of both clunky. And I also kind of like that. It's like, there would never be a contestant who's like, oh, he didn't flirt with anyone the whole time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, right. Like, yeah. Then they wouldn't bring them on the show. So, Yeah. 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 They definitely select couples who are like, yeah, like on the rocks, right? Or there's like something pretty unresolved in the relationship. Do you feel like it's set up though, though, because it feels like it definitely might be to be like, kind of like pick a person to blame for why the relationship didn't ultimately work out if it doesn't work out, you know? Oh, hmm. I don't know if it's set up that way. I think absolutely it's going to be produced that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I another thought I had was, are they sort of going into this show or like the way that the show handles cheating or are they selecting couples that have this paradigm of cheating or the, this idea of cheating where it's like, if you go to Temptation Island and like your partner's not faithful to you, then that means you automatically break up and like don't mm. leave the island together um, versus like, okay, well, maybe like you go in and like you flirt and like, yeah, you right. actually both like hook up with other people or one hooks up with other people. But then like, you're like, oh, like I really didn't want that. And you come back together. Mm. That would be, you know, something that I might know if we had watched this show ever before, mm. but I'm curious. I bet that happens. Yeah. I would guess that does yeah. happen. I just feel like sometimes these shows take a very black and white, like, oh, if they cheated, right. then... You guys aren't leaving the island together. The other you know? part that's really unclear and clunky is that the singles are also saying like why they're there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, I'm here for like authentic connection I'm here to find or something. Love. I'm here to find love. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I that's don't know. kind of like thrown in there a bit. And they sort of make the singles say like what what their best like physical like feature right. is. Which is that's they do that on the bachelor too, I feel, right? <laughs> Um, I can't remember. Or, I don't know, I can't remember. Probably. They definitely did it with multiple people on this one, yeah. And that's our show. Thanks for joining us. Our music is by Nightlight. We self-produce this podcast, so please subscribe, rate, and review. It really helps.